the present and future of automation on macOS and iOS. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Clear. Get to the front of the line faster, safer, touchless. Get two months of Clear free at clearme.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. This is Mac Voices Live. We are live on YouTube. We would love to have you join us there in the chat at uh, youtube.com slash TV, or you can always watch this later as we release it to the feeds and comment and send us emails. But the live chat thing is just a whole lot more fun. So, you know, make sure you, you sign up for Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, because that's what it is now. And that's why we're here. Um, tonight, we don't have a set specific topic. Um, we have a bunch of little things that kind of came up in the last week or so, and there's no real hot news. And I think we're all just a little bit exhausted after last week's marathon WWDC sessions. So I definitely wanted, though, to, to do some follow-ups because we had a couple requests from panelists. We had an idea sent in by a listener. So that's where we're going to start. We'll see where it takes us. But first, let's go around the room, see who all's here, and find out who's going to be commenting on what. So let's see. I'm going to go from the top down um, and start with Mr. Jay Miller. Jay, welcome. It's good to have you. I'm first. I'm first for something in my life for the first time. I'm first. <laughs> the new phone book is here. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get excited, Jay. You can't cash it in for anything. Sorry. Oh, poop. <laughs> David Ginsburg is here with us as well. David, good to see you. Good to see you. Glad to be here. It's been a long day, but uh, always look forward to being here. Yeah, yeah. All that other stuff will just fade into the background yep. as you as we dig in here. My death metal buddy is here, Andrew Orr. Andrew, it's good to see you. Hey, hey, good to be here. I'm glad you enjoyed that song. I did. I did. I'm looking forward to it. Now Jay has given us both something to look at, so we've got to go do that after the show. So, and folks, if you, if you want to know, you have to pay attention to the pre-show and then, you know, you'd know what we're talking about. Jim Ray has joined us. He won't let WWDC go. He's still got the picture up. Jim, great to have you. Just can't leave. Can't go. for Uber. Yeah. Let's <laughs> wait for a ride. Lift. Lift, lift, lift. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Frank Petrie is here with a, it's, I, I keep thinking it's just a look out of his, his spaceship window, but he claims it's a rift in space time. I don't know. Frank, good to have you. Whatever. Well, it's nice <laughs> to be had. And it's, it's a little cold in here and the oxygen's depleting. So I, I should be able to get an hour. Okay. That may explain some of your commentary as we go forth. Yeah, that's good. I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> Last but absolutely not least, Kelly Gamont got here under the wire. Kelly, it's great to have you. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me back again. Hey, it's always it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. So I think we're going to start out. Um, we're going to turn to Jim Ray because Jim did a little bit of uh, research on some of our shortcuts discussion. And I wanted to put that sort of at the top because it wasn't exactly where we ended last time, but it was very heavy in the discussion. So, Jim, what else have you found out about shortcuts coming to the Mac? Well, I just had one clarification because we had a discussion about whether Apple scripts were going away last week, you may remember. Um, and uh, 
a lot of people seem to think that it was. And it's the short story is it's not. So Automator is probably going to go away, but Apple Scripts uh-huh. is is not going to go away. So the things that I I found out about that were first of all, they have actually built an Apple Script editor into the Shortcuts app on the Mac. So it's not just um, uh, you know a question of well you could build a shortcut and if you already had it sitting there. Um, you know, you could use it. They've actually ex- built that into shortcuts. So that's a, a first-class citizen. You can go into the shortcut editor as you're building a shortcut and say, oh, I need an Apple script. Boom. You edit it right there. So, um, <clears throat> and then, uh, see, I should probably go look back at that Slack comment I sent you. That's one reason I sent it in. Um, oh, right. I well, I, I guess even better than that. I, I talked to some people uh, Wednesday night, uh, including Sal Segoyan, and and he, you know, agreed that you know, yeah, they're not going to, you know, fact, Sal said, you know, my work is done, and you know, I can, I can retire in peace now, is is what, <laughs> what he said, and uh, he he was very thrilled about everything. Um, Probably most of you on the panel know about Sal, but maybe if there's people watching that don't, Sal was at Apple for about 25 years, and he was the automation evangelist at Apple and was the person responsible for bringing Automator to um, uh, Steve Jobs and, and getting that to his attention and getting it into the keynote and into the operating system. So... Uh, I talked to him last Wednesday and he was just thrilled with all this. And he said that, you know, you know, short, short cuts, clearly, you know, they have a high profile. They've got a lot of capital that he was like, we never were able to get that much. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they've got the capital that, you know, they're, they're going to make sure that automation is goes strong for years to come. And, you know, Clearly, they're not going to, you know, put shortcut uh, or, or Apple Script into the shortcut editor. Have people, you know, build automations with it, and then two years from now say, "Oh yeah, we're getting rid of that." Um, so um, I also talked with Mark Aldrich, who makes a script debugger from Late Night Software, and he was like, "Yeah, I think this is, you know, we're we're good to go. This is, if anything, it's going to, uh, you know, bring more attention to to Apple Script." you know, sort of as a side effect. So, um, and and also I listened to uh, uh, David Sparks, the Mac Power Users podcast last week. They had an interview and I don't remember the person's name from Apple, unfortunately, but it, it was somebody uh, related to shortcuts, although I don't think it was a technical person, but he was asked about Apple Script and he said, yes, absolutely. Apple Script is, you know, a permanent fixture it's not going anywhere. Um, so, um, you know, Automator is pretty much replaced by shortcuts. They didn't take it out, but um, uh, they probably will at some point in the future. But AppleScript kind of does a different thing. Um, and everybody I talked to had the same take I did, which was that the shortcuts team did a great job of bringing us to the Mac. Um, you know, pretty much everybody was like, Wow, you know, they actually really did it in a first class way that was 
very integrated with what was already there, you know, in automation, and they didn't take anything away. They just added to it. So that's basically the story that that I had. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. If Sal sees this, Sal, you're not allowed to retire. Period. Sorry, can't can't do it. We we, we need you too much. We don't want you to uh, to go away. But I, I would think this has to be gratifying to Sal. You know, to see yeah. as as much time and effort and evangelism as he put into Apple Script that it's going to stay there and have a permanent place. Shortcuts just makes it feel like it'll be that much more approachable. Um, which, you know, I, I really like that. Frank, you you had something you wanted to, to add. Yeah, um, I, uh, I've been wanting to redo my rig here. As it turns out, uh, my iMac is the last one that you can get Monterey on. So I was toying with going PC, uh, iPad Pro centric. But this morning, I read something very interesting. And that's Pixelmator Pro has announced that they're going to incorporate shortcuts into their app. Yes. I got to have that. And so now I'm like, you know, maybe the iMac, because it had a nice looking screen. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I heard that Pixelmator Pro is going to do shortcuts, I'm like, if, if other, and this goes back to like what Patrice was talking about last week, it may very well end up being that the indie developers bring all this stuff about, you know, and push this stuff forward because a lot of the people that are looking into the code are finding some interesting little, little details. I watched a thing on uh, YouTube the other day, 35 things that Apple didn't tell you about iPad OS and the little, little nuji things that you would never think of that drive you batty, for example. Example, one thing, I have problems with my hands, right? And uh, so I tend, if I have my iPhone, to dictate. And the problem is when you hit dictate, it runs for, I think it's 60 seconds. 45. 45? Yeah. Apple has done away with that. Yep, it's gone. It will now Very run good. as long as you want it to, and you turn it off. I mean, so there's... I'm really thinking Patrice is on to something. I think the, the Indies really are going to well, make this fly. And when you think about it, I mean, literally, that's where this came from, right? Workflow was an app that was built for iOS and put out in the world by the workflow people who just wanted to take advantage of some of the options available to you on iOS. And they were just basically trying to find a way to do some of the automated things that people want to be able to do, you know, and repeat those steps over and over again. So like indie developers gave us this in the first place. I mean, workflow was indie before Apple bought it and then turned it into shortcuts and then made shortcuts part, you know, something that, that uh, Mac OS could use. And part of what I, when I was thinking about this, when we were hearing more about shortcuts and about things, um, about how things were going to work, uh, even before we got the Pixelmator Pro announcement, a thing that I was thinking about was that it sort of feels like Automator is was Apple's attempt to make the automation piece of macOS approachable to end users. That's why you get the little friendly robot icon, et cetera. But they were never able to do that the way shortcuts did. Even the way, like the way Workflow did, the way Launch Center Pro did initially, like if you want to go yeah. back 
that far. However, you know, I don't remember what year that was, but like Launch Center Pro, I remember that being an amazing thing. And I remember Shortcuts uh, Workflow coming out and being something great. And then Apple bought Workflow and turned it into Shortcuts. And I feel like it's really sort of automator in its final evolution so to speak, is that like, this is a thing that's approachable that a lot of people have used already, even if there's just like, they have like one or two shortcuts with tiny little steps in them, you know, that, that they're using, like, this is a way to bring automation and have those repetitive tasks, you know, that, that happen over and over, like being able to sort of capture that process once and then hand it off to your computer and just tell your computer, do that series of steps over and over again, is really great. And I think, um, like I'm excited about it because yes, I think automator, um, I think it's automators days that are numbered, not Apple script. I think Apple script is really just going to be sort of the, uh, the extra four cylinders of horsepower in automators back pocket on Mac OS, because you're going to have the opportunity to use Apple script to really level up. If you're somebody that was familiar with it already, like this is just giving you a brand new set of tools so that you can wield Apple script effectively. And for people who are really awesome, people like, like Andrew and people like Brittany, uh, who use truckloads of shortcuts and build all kinds of shortcuts and are able to find all the ways to take advantage of all of that, being able to take that skill set and turn to your laptop and look at your laptop and go, now I can also use all of the power of Apple script with all of the stuff that I'm able to do with shortcuts. I think that sounds really exciting. So like the people I thought of first when they were talking about bringing shortcuts to the Mac was the first thing I thought was what's going to happen to automator because automators who's getting it in this scenario, it's not Apple script. It's definitely automator. And I'm sad because I really thought auto the robot was very cute, but it was um, Brittany and Andrew and Rosemary Orchard and people who like and and like Jay, like people who live and die in automation and spend a lot of time there making making it so that something repeatable can be repeated more easily and yeah. turning that into something great. So I'm really excited to see where this ends up. And and then part of that, that's only compounded by um the announcement from Pixelmator. And I'm sure more people are gonna come along and go, yeah, we're gonna do shortcut stuff too. Like just wait. You know, like look at all the stuff that people were able to do when Workflow was an app that was available in the app store, but didn't have any sort of special entitlements, didn't have any um, higher level access to anything, wasn't an integral part of the operating system. And look what people could do with all of that. And now that it is and it's first party and it's something where you get, you know, unmitigated access to the system. I know it's not like all the way down, but like you get way more access with shortcuts than you ever could with workflow and seeing what you can do with that is going to be awesome. Yeah. I, Kelly, I like what you said because I, it was something I had sort of indicated that this feels so much more approachable and yet it's still the power of, of Apple scripts is under there. I think more people are maybe inclined to do that. We're, we're very fortunate on the Mac platform to have some great, automation tools at all levels. I mean, at, at, at one level, Text Expander is an automation tool. Um, Keyboard Maestro is an automation tool. And and, and I'm I, probably three or four others that I'm blanking on right now. But, you know, and they're, they're from third parties. And we've had Automator, which, you know, was good, but it always felt a little bit limited. And AppleScript is a little intimidating if you if you aren't a coder or don't want to take the time to do it. And shortcuts just kind of 
sits right on top of all that and is is so approachable that yeah i can i can figure out how to do something and that's going to encourage me since it wasn't that hard to do something else and do something else and keep digging deeper into automation mm-hmm. and, and andrew i, I want to know what what your reaction is to to some of this new information and and you know how you see it uh fitting into your world yeah, so Shortcuts uh, for Mac was definitely on my Apple wish list. I think it's so awesome. And like Kelly was saying, um, like I I haven't really dug into Apple Script that much, um, but I have used Automator. And compared to Shortcuts, to me, it does seem kind of limited. I can do way more with Shortcuts than I can with Automator. And um, I think it's great as we were saying before, Pixelmator Pro is going to be integrated with shortcuts for the Mac. They do already integrate with um, Automator, which is also great. But um, yeah, I guess it's it's just what we were saying before. Um, there, I, I just feel like there are way more third-party services integrated with shortcuts than there are on Automator. And Automator was probably, you know, a first good beginning. And I feel like, you know, with a workflow acquisition, they learned from both that app and Automator and just combined it. And now they're like, you know, trying to transition into this new world. I understand from the chat room that Jay is bursting. So let's let's <laughs> relieve the pressure. Oh, that no, no. Um I just have a a general question. Does shortcut support mean that there are Apple script endpoints developed for the application? Like, is are the two one in the same? Is that what shortcuts? Okay. I oh let me let me lower my hand. Hold on. It it was (laughs) oh no now I'm just pushing pushing all the wrong buttons here. All right, there we go. As much as Apple Script continues to live on, has anyone seen the old cartoons that has like the grandmother that is very, 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 very aged, or maybe Coco? Like that's a good example where you have the grandmother in the in the corner of the room, and everyone's just like, eh, one of these days. Um, but no, she's still there, still kicking. I I fully. I'm okay with the fact that Apple script isn't going away. However, I don't believe that new applications will provide the level of support with Apple script that we have become accustomed to with these amazing apps that we have used for years. And a good example of that is an app that I use a lot, Craft. Craft is using Catalyst. Craft has Apple script support. It is extremely limited. There are so many things that I cannot do because they've just hit the wave tops. They, they've touched only the things that they feel are absolutely important for like system level stuff. And other than that, they don't do anything else. So what does that mean? Well, like most programming languages, cough, cough, Perl, um, sure, it'll keep living. But to what extent will it thrive? Will it will it really? Is this like the new coming of of Apple Script 2.0? And I remember Jim, you said something last week that I was like, that that's not going to happen. It was like the idea of like 
new people being introduced to Apple script and falling in love with it and being like, I'm going, I'm going to make Apple script the thing. And it's going to be the best thing ever. I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think that the newer applications out there are going to support it at a level to make it happen. I think they'll do shortcuts. They'll let shortcuts be the thing and anything beyond that. They're just going to go, Oh, I guess you can't do it. Today's edition of Mac voices is supported by clear. Get to the front of the line faster, safer, and touchless with Clear. Here are the facts about Clear that you need to know before taking your next trip. Clear gets you to the front of the security line at the airport fast and easy by letting you use just your face or your eyes to identify you as you. No pulling out your ID, no nasty looks from the security staff because your photo doesn't look like you. Sign up is easy. Start online, finish at the airport, and begin using Clear right away on that very first trip at over 35 airports around the country. And that doesn't even include the stadiums, arenas, concert spaces, and more where Clear has been deployed to help cut down on the lines. Not traveling alone? Of course you're not. Add up to three friends or family members to your account for a discounted rate and take the kids under 18 along for free. When I first heard about Clear, I admit I was skeptical. How good could it really be? Then I tried it, found out it was better than I expected, and now I won't fly without it. You shouldn't either if you care about time, convenience, and reducing the stress that comes with travel. Clear is the absolute best way to help you get back to what you love. They have locations in over 35 airports across the country, making it safer, easier, and faster to reunite with loved ones or take that much-needed vacation. It works great with PreCheck, too. And right now, for a limited time, you can get your first two months of Clear for free. Go to clearme.com slash macvoices and use the code MACVOICES. That's clear, C-L-E-A-R-M-E, M-E, dot com, slash MACVOICES, and the code MACVOICES for your first two months of Clear for free. Clearme.com slash MACVOICES and the code MACVOICES. Enjoy your vacation, and thanks to Clear for their support of MACVOICES. No one has um... ever fallen in love with shortcuts. That, I mean, Apple I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, Apple Script. Okay, uh, I was going to say, I know that, two people personally. No, I, I meant, I I meant Apple that Script. Okay. That, that has never happened in 25 years. And, you know, well, I should uh, Sal, clarify. Maybe Sal. Sal may, yeah, may, with maybe Apple, Sal. may have fallen in love with <laughs> Apple Script. But, he, but even that's only a maybe. And he's basically like, it's like you're my child. I have to love you. For Apple I don't script. like you. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I last week's. You know, to, to clarify, I ha- don't think I've even used an Apple script in at least five years. Um, and I've never used shortcuts. Um, I do a lot of automation, but not in those languages. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, I but I am like I do have friends that are, you know, well, a my app supports Apple script and I have, you know, friends that are in that community for various reasons, like like market late night software. So I'm pretty tuned into what's going on. And, you know, I, I don't think anybody thinks that Apple script is going to thrive and become, you know, a, a big thing. Mm-hmm. But in that community, every year, there's sort of like everybody's like, is this the year they actually remove it? Okay. So when people say Apple script isn't going away, that's literally what they mean. You know, it's not that it's going to get better or, uh, but okay. It seems pretty certain that it probably isn't going to get removed 
for a long time because, you know, it's it's got its spot, you know, and it's not that's not going to take over or anything. Um, uh, but, you know, if you're doing work to invest in that and, and you know, that's also and you know, like talk about like, OK, like I, I, I'm really surprised that you mentioned craft, you know, has some Apple Crypt support. Like, really? They have any Apple support? That's kind of, uh, you know, incredible. That's surprising. Um, a lot of apps don't have any. And, you know, I, that's going to be a problem for shortcuts, too. I mean, that's not really an issue of the language. It's a, an issue of developers seeing customers demand that, you know, we want to do this. Because, uh, it's you know, it takes an investment uh, from the uh, developer. And if they don't see customers, you know, asking questions about it or, or wanting it, that's not where, you know, they're, they're going to put their resources where they think they're going to get return on it. So that's, you know, you know, and it's interesting because if somebody's added any AppleScript support, then, you know, they've, they've, hit, they've gone over the Delta. They've figured out how to do it. And, you know, so they could probably add more without, you know, so if people, you know, I would say you should go bug them and say, maybe you already have. But, you know, do more things, you know, and if they hear enough of that, maybe they'll do it. Um, but, uh, you know, I think that's a very, you know, customer demand, you know, developers see that it's not really a technical issue. Um, and, you know, probably the, the, the way shortcut support is done is it's actually through the Siri interface of all things. You add what are called Siri intents. So that's how you support um, shortcuts. Um, and but probably, you know, the big issue with that is making points in your program that are accessible to the outside, period. So if somebody did add, you know, Siri intents, it probably wouldn't be that much more work to do AppleScript also if there was any reason to. Uh, and, and most likely, well, in fact, actually already, since, you know, shortcuts are accessible from the command line. Um, I don't know if you guys caught that, but uh, that means oh. that an AppleScript could access uh, shortcut enabled stuff. So if an app is supporting shortcuts, then an AppleScript could access that. So it's all like, you know, and you, you know, it's all interconnected. So, the, but the, the, the good news is that, you know, it, it does appear that, that Apple has, you know, made a commitment that, yep, we, you know, you don't, ha you can stop worrying that Apple script support is going to get removed at next year's WWDC. Um, Cause they, they just said nothing for years. And, you know, now they've actually made a statement and actually put it into this, this new software. Frank, I, I, one thing I was going to comment on, on your thing. Now I, you know, I love my iPad. I can never imagine being iPad centric, but I would wonder why this Pixelmator Pro announcement would have any bearing on that because if they add shortcut support, aren't going to, aren't they going to add it for both platforms? I, I, I didn't see that level of detail on the announcement, but I would sure yeah. think if they were going to add support, it would be on both Mac and iPad. Really don't know. I'll tell you, honestly, the thing is I'm going to back, go back to the Apple store this week. And from a financial status for me to go iPad centric and using a trade in with my old iMac, I could get a bit more going for the iMac financially. So when I heard that, you know, they're, they're going to bring shortcuts to um, Pixelmator, 
it just sort of seemed like one more little thing pushing oh, me. Okay. This way. I, I, I see what you're saying. So it's not that you're deciding on the basis of that. It's just like you were thinking that you were going to miss having shortcuts uh, for pixel meter pro yeah. on the Mac. And you're like, Oh yeah, I won't miss it. Yeah. Well, there's, there's several apps I love to use. I mean, uh, the, when I was looking at the iPad centric, the one thing I, there was apps I knew I was going to miss rogue Amiga's apps. I love that's another uh, app Pix suite that doesn't have really good Apple or Apple script support is uh, really? Audio Hijack. It does not. I mean, there's some, but it's not, it's not deep. Apple or Audio Hijack has none. They've like, I've oh, emailed thought... the developer. They've just okay. said, no, we're not, we're okay. not going to support it. I'm hoping that they'll support shortcuts, but yeah. usually they're in a fight with just getting their devices working getting on released. M1 chips. So. <laughs> yeah. Let alone anything else. Well, yeah, Apple Apple cut them down on something, didn't they? They tend on the regular, yes. Yeah, it's always just happened, and it's always about to happen again. That's just how it works with 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 Rogue Amoeba. One problem um, so for devel developers is that Apple, like, they really poorly documented the how to make an Apple Script app, and it's not that hard, but it is hard to. You can't really do it just from material from Apple. You kind of mm -hmm. have to scour like Stack Overflow and find an old Matt Newberg post and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, there, there, there's there's been no one at Apple like promoting it or shepherding it, you know, even to the point of putting the documentation together in one place and having some sample code. So, you know, developers that do do it, you kind of have to say, yay, you know, you push through, you know, all the obstacles and, and, and did it. Well, I think part of what might make this more exciting is when you think about like um, iOS apps are able to run on Mac OS via Catalyst. And so iOS apps that already have all kinds of shortcut support sort of for free could potentially, I don't know any of this. I'm, I'm, this is all conjecture, um, but it's possible that something that has good shortcut support on iOS once it becomes a Catalyst app and that Mac version is released, then that Mac version may also have Mac shortcut support that would also be very easy to use. So it's entirely possible that a lot of apps that people are accustomed to running on iOS are going to get that sort of support for free, so to speak, because you don't have to do anything additional if it continues Th to be compatible. That, that I believe, is correct. And that... Uh makes for a more interesting avenue. I think for a lot of people who are familiar with, I'm able to do stuff with Pixelmator Pro on my iPad already, da, 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 and now like I can do that same sort of stuff, but just on my laptop instead of on my iPad, I feel like that that avenue might be more exciting. And then if you're somebody like Brittany or Andrew, hi, Brittany, um, who's doing all of that automation on iOS anyway, then not only like you won't bump up against the limits of shortcuts on your Mac, because if you get there, there's probably an Apple script that will do that thing that you're trying to do. And that might, might put you in an even better position than you were on iOS. Um, your speculation is exactly right. That last year it was like, if you made a catalyst app, you had to remove the shortcut support from it. You know, if you had an iOS app and you're making a catalyst app, they're like, well, that's one of the things you have to take that out to make a catalyst okay. app because catalyst doesn't support it. And this year, you know, one of the sessions was like, okay, remember that shortcut support you took out when you make a catalyst app? Well, just put it back in and, <laughs> and now it will work. So yeah, I think you're going to see almost everybody that you know makes catalyst apps if they support shortcuts 
on the iOS, then very quickly you're going to see that. And and then I guess also, of course, you know, on the Mac now on, on M1 machines, you can run iOS apps. And if they have shortcut support, they already have it. It already mm-hmm. works. So, you know, I, you know, I think the shortcuts is, you know, for Mac is a super exciting story. And the only Apple script part of it is like, oh, some of a little bit of that excitement is going to leak over onto Apple script. Um, I think so. Yeah, that, that, that's basically, you know, yeah, the story is shortcuts and Apple script is just this yeah. side thing, but it's not going away. So if you, if you need to do something in Apple script, you don't have to worry that whatever my investment is, that it's you know, is, is wasted. So I've been trying to break in here and, and welcome Brittany Smith, who found her furry microphone and has joined us. Brittany, thanks so much for uh, for for finding the mic. I mean, how could you disrespect the mic enough to lose it? I I was moving it um, from my last location and um, I just hadn't unpacked it yet. It's been a, it's uh, been a slow podcasting week. What can I say? Oh, OK. All right. Well, you've you've probably been listening to some of this, and um, we were just doing a bit of a, a, an update on shortcuts coming to the Mac. Um, and so, feel free to throw in any thoughts um, that you have, because we all know that you, you you are a big shortcut user on iOS. Yeah, and I'm really excited, and I've been a really good girl and not installed the beta on my Mac yet, just on you know my primary carry phone. <laughs> and so, I haven't gotten to play with it yet. But um, but I am really excited. And this Pixelmator thing sounds awesome. That's there are so many um, I've used uh, the built in editing tools and the ones from Toolbox Pro um, in shortcuts before, because sometimes you just need to do a little tweak to a whole bunch of images and it's real fast to do it that way. <laughs> so it's it could open up some really cool possibilities. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just optimistic, but I have a hard time seeing developers not want to build in shortcut support. And something I it's, wanted to ask Jim, though. It's the hotness um, right now. Well, it's the hotness, but it also, it's been the hotness now on iOS for a while, and it's definitely the hotness now on Mac. Um, and David, I want to get you in in a second, but I want to make sure I follow up with Jim on this because this is a programming question that I'm not clear on. Jim, you said that, uh, is it that you implement this through Siri Intense. Was that the yes. right phrase? Yeah. Correct. Okay, so I'll simplify my question and I may be showing my ignorance, but if I build a, a Siri Intent in, does that support Siri and shortcuts or is that just a methodology to be able to support shortcuts in my app? I, I'm not 100% uh, sure because I haven't done it, but you know, Siri, and I, I think it might allow some sort of, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm not sure. It, it, it's a it's a thing that, you know, originally before shortcuts, they had this thing called Siri Intense that was to allow third parties to be able to, you know, you could Siri do this and it could be a third party thing. Um, so that's what that, you know, it's essentially reach into an app and do an action, which is what shortcuts does. So I think when shortcuts came along, they were like, oh, we've already got this. Because you remember workflow, it used to do everything by URL uh, schemes. I don't know if you remember that, but but workflow, you would communicate between apps by using a URL with a, a funny extension, which was sort of a, a very poor man's, although very clever method of inter, you know letting apps talk to each other. So when the 
they brought the shortcuts team on board instead of continuing that they said oh well we've already got this inner process thing on uh ios it's for you know we made it for siri so we're going to tap um shortcuts into that um whether that actually i you know i don't think that i think there's something else i think apple has to bless an app like not every app doesn't i doesn't work with Siri, I don't think. I don't, I'm not a big Siri user either. Can can you can't you can't just. Uh, I, I I don't it depends, know. It depends what it is you want to do. If it's just open it, you don't have to code anything special to say, hey, let, hey, S lady, open the app. Uh, if you right. want it to do anything in particular, you do it's, have to you do have to talk. If you're going to talk to her, that's a very I think that's a very different framework from the shortcuts app stuff that you can do right Brittany with the intents you can do quite a few things like these are the dub dub sessions I'm going to watch like all the way through right um, <laughs> with the intents you can do a few things like when you notice that um, you know it says would you like to use this app right now or would you like to like send a telegraph message to you know Aunt Patty um whatever it is like that it's like oh that's a very specific action especially if it's within the app that that was a siri intent and in that case it's being used as a suggestion but it can also be grabbed and and i haven't played enough with it in ios 15 yet to know if this is still true but sometimes if you're like i want to do this action and it's seriously not showing up for me you just go into the app and do it a bunch of times. And then it's donating this, like, that's what they call it, donating right. this intent multiple times. And then you look in there and the action will be there. <laughs> it's just one of those things. They want to, like, not overwhelm people with the options, which is not always what the power users want. But it is sort of like the tricky way to get the action in there if you think that the app will really, like, donate that intent. Um, you know, if I want to add lines to a spreadsheet, which I absolutely have shortcuts for that. Um, in numbers, then I just went and added lines and numbers over and over again until I was like, do you want to add it to this one spreadsheet? I'm like, you know what I do? Thanks. Um, so it'll be used for multiple things. It could be like that Siri is suggesting it. It could be that it's an option in shortcuts. It could be that you can create like, you know, your own words for it, but, but it's used for multiple things. And I can't remember yeah. the other things. I think the, there's others. Yeah, the donating learning things. <laughs> the donating to Siri, that was the original purpose of the Siri intents. So that actually is from WWDC like four or five years ago. Um, and I don't think it got used very much. But then shortcuts came along and they're like, oh, we'll just plug that into shortcuts. So if an app happened to have done Siri intents, which I don't think many of them did off the bat, then they were already ready for shortcuts. Yeah, so and that was cool. Okay, so if I followed what you both have said, that by building a Siri intent, I have the, the opportunity to hook Siri into my app and or and a shortcut into my app, or, and shortcuts, excuse me, into my app. You've made an uh, action available to shortcuts to use if your users decide they want to add a line, if your users decide they want to mm -hmm. play the thing, and do the... Yeah. The stuff. There was a really good session this year about like what makes a good uh, shortcuts action yeah. for developers, especially coming from the Mac who might want to try it for the first time. But also some iOS people could get the really like, you know, in your face reminder of 
Um, a lot of the times what we want to do with that is not inside the app. Sometimes it is like, you know, when I use a particular timer app, I want it to start this specific interval timer. Um, I want to do that in the app so I can keep watching the timer because I, I need help with time sometimes. Time is hard. And, and so I have this timer in it. It launches as part of a shortcut. And I want that in the app. But sometimes you want the action to happen in the background and not inside the app. Like I actually, this isn't how it works, but I actually don't need to see that line in numbers appear as long as I'm sure that it, it has done it successfully in the past. Like just add the line. I actually don't need to look at it at all. It does still actually open numbers, but um, hypothetically, I don't actually need to see that. And so you could just add it in the background. And that's one of those cool, really deep linking things that that Shortcuts has been um, offering as an option for third parties. The reason I was asking, though, is that if, if again, if the answer is yes, and I think I just heard affirmation, this means that it's more incentive for for developers to add those hooks because now they can serve they can do double duty mm-hmm. for both Siri and uh, and shortcuts. Yeah. If, so yes, yeah, so and that, I haven't that played just, that. That feels like it's, it has the opportunity to push automation and and voice control mm-hmm. both together forward. That was the goal because originally shortcuts was bought. I mean, workflow was bought by the the Siri team as a way to expand Siri by making it customized. Like, you know, Siri can't always know what you're thinking. And so, okay, we'll just tell Siri what to say. And you can choose. Like that was their big push when they first announced shortcuts was you can like assign, this is what you tell to my um, little canister right there. And that little canister is going to uh, translate into my into my lights, um, for example, and then change my lights, you know, when you're not trying to play a song instead. <laughs> As usual with Mac Voices Live discussions, what we think will be a short conversation about a topic goes into something a lot more in-depth and a lot more important. And that's what happened with automation this time around. There's still a little bit to go in the next edition of Mac Voices before we shift topics. So I want you to come back and hear the rest of the automation discussion and then find out more. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'm Chuck Joyner, and I hope you will join us then. Until then, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.